imagination must be where he is in imagination. Neville Goddard, from his book, The Law and the Promise. Happy New Year, everyone. Since it is a new year, and since a lot of people are making new resolutions in the new year, why don't you make this one? There are 12 books in Neville Goddard's collection, his book collection. So why don't you read one book a month? So those 12 books are, I'm going to give you the title of each one of them. And of course, this is more for new people who are finding this podcast of mine who don't know Neville Goddard or Neville Goddard's work very much yet. So those books' titles are At Your Command, Your Faith is Your Fortune, Freedom for All, Prayer, The Art of Believing, Out of This World, Feeling is the Secret, The Power of Awareness, Awakened Imagination, The Search, Seed Time and Harvest, The Law and the Promise, and The Classroom Lessons. And that doesn't include the 220-ish lectures of Neville that you can find online in both the written form and spoken form, some read by other people and some with Neville's own voice. And I'll discuss some of those lectures that are very, very good throughout the year. So to read one book from Neville Goddard a month for this whole year is a very easy challenge, whether the book is short or long, but many of his books are rather short, so it's a very easy challenge. When you do this, I want you to come with the intention that Neville is easy to understand. You must have the right assumption, whatever you do, whatever you start doing, let it be one of your new resolution here for the year. Don't start reading Neville with the assumption that Neville is hard to understand. Because guess what? If you start this way, Neville will be very hard for you to understand. Why? Because it's your assumption. I never assumed for some reason that Neville was hard to understand. And this is why, for me, Neville has been easy to understand. And if there is any little thing that I don't understand, sometimes it happens, I may not understand what he's saying in a paragraph, whatever, I don't focus on it. I just let it be. Oh, okay, whatever. I don't understand this part here. It doesn't mean that I don't understand Neville's teaching. As a matter of fact, why Neville? Why is this podcast based on Neville's teaching? Because to me, after having read many, many other teachers, he is the one who really spoke to me. He is the one who really explained the law, spiritual law, in a way that after reading him, there was nobody that could match him. 
And the reason number one for this, it's because Neville taught that you are God. I am God. I do not depend on a universe, on a source outside of me, on a God outside of me. I am God. But did Neville just make that up? No, because he based his teaching on spiritual law, on the law which textbook has been written already over 2,000 years ago. And it's called Scriptures or the Bible, which, by the way, is not a religious book. It's just that those ugly religions put their hands on that book and said, oh, this is our book. So now people are even more confused because they are linking, unfortunately, scriptures to religion. And even that, Neville clarified it for me because I was stuck in a very strict religion for 10 years of my life. So Neville really cleared that up for me. Because I was, believe it or not, I came to a point in my life where, because I was in a religion that supposedly was based on biblical teaching, I happened to know the Bible very well because of that. Which, thanks to them, at least I've got that, right? But at the same time, when I left the religion, I hated that book, you don't know how. I thought it was the most awful, ridiculous, and violent book you could ever have written. But even that, Neville Goddard, for me, was a revelation because I finally understood that this religion and all of them, not just the one I was in, was teaching the Bible literally. So no wonder it made no freaking sense for anybody that can think logically. The Bible didn't make any sense as far as we know how the 3D world works. That Bible made no sense. Some parts of it actually was more related to a cartoon for me than for what we call real life, right? So when Neville comes in and tells you, oh, you know that Bible, by the way, has nothing to do with religions, number one. Oh, thank you very much. I'm so happy to know this. And number two, it's not a history book. It is not literal. The characters in the Bible never existed. They were just an analogy. So once you know that, you put the dots together, especially when you had been in the past brainwashed by religions that this book was history book, literally. A history book talking about real people's lives. When you finally understand that this is not the case, it really opens your eyes and mind and you start understanding, oh, this is what it is. So to me and to most people who know Neville Goddard's 
and whose life have been changed by this teaching understand this. They understand that the Bible that he used so much is not a religious book and it's not literal. On the other hand, it really helps you understand what the law is all about. And then you understand that everything that Neville taught was already taught in that book. And when he says, you are God, then you see that the scriptures say so. They say that you are God. It doesn't teach that God is outside of you. And as a teacher, Neville Goddard, he is the only one in my knowledge, and if I put other people's knowledge in addition to mine, I see that they all agree that it's when they found Neville Goddard's teaching that they finally heard that they were God, that no other teacher ever explained it this way. All the other teachers that I have read and studied, more or less, always imply that there is a God outside of you. When Neville Goddard says that God is you, totally and fully within you. And that's why when he says in his book, The Law and the Promise, this very short quote here, Man being all imagination must be where he is in imagination. It's because your imagination is the tool to express whatever you want to express in your physical experience. That's why Neville said God is in your wonderful human imagination. What you imagine, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, or subconsciously, you manifest. So let it be something that you truly understand this year and truly work on. Work on your imagination. You know one thing? A lot of people say it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do sat. It's not easy to imagine this or that. Neville actually said that it was not going to. He said it was actually hard work. So yes, manifesting is not hard because you are manifesting on autopilot based on your bad negative habits. But the part that is hard is the part where you change that. And every time you want to change something, you want to go from one habit to another, that does take what we call work, even though I hate that word as well, because it takes discipline of the mind. And believe it or not, discipline of the mind is as hard as some physical work that we've got to do. And this is why it feels like work, because it is. Let's not lie to ourselves. It is. It is hard to discipline your mind, to change your habit, to change what you have been doing for years and years and decades. 
this is why this discipline change, this discipline shift that you have to exert does feel like work. Because the brain, the human brain is very lazy. And every time we want to use our brain to change something, our brain rejects it. By default, the brain is lazy. So the brain is pushing out, pushing out, pushing out anything new, even when it's for your own good. Your brain is going to push it out. And it's because of that that it feels like work and that it is like work. So you have to say no. You have to learn to say no to your brain, no to your own self. No, I'm going to do this. I know it's going to feel like work and it is work to discipline my mind in a complete different way. I know that my mind doesn't want to do sets. I know that my mind always found an excuse to do sets. I know that my mind always found an excuse to go in my imagination and put myself into that state that I need to be in to manifest my desire. I know that my mind and my brain are going to reject that. But I'm going to force myself. I'm going to do it regardless. I'm going to discipline myself every single day a little bit. Just a few minutes every single day. It's easier to discipline yourself a few minutes every day than to let your mind go wherever it wants to go, like a boat without a rudder, and then feeling overwhelmed because you're feeling that you have so much to do, so much to change, so much to accomplish from within in order to change your world without. And you'll see that you will want to increase that time more and more and more as time goes on. And instead of feeling like work, it's going to feel more and more pleasurable and it's going to feel more and more easy and it's going to feel more and more natural. And eventually what felt like work will feel more like fun, joy, agreeable. And when it feels like that, it's not going to feel like work anymore. But if it does feel like work at first, it is normal. Even Neville said it. So guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope you're going to make the resolution this year to read Neville, to understand Neville better, to work more on your imagination and to become master manifestors. Thank you for listening. And I really appreciate you. Happy New Year.